that wave of white flag This cause that we love uh, We pray that we up We fight that we trust uh, The world could break into But I believe that you wouldn't Oh, I do I like it when you're simple Treat me like a lady Do things with a purpose Do things with intention I like it when you're real with me Barely got a question Focus on the plan That was from our cross cultured sisters, Van and Jess. Yes. They just dropped their new album this today. Okay. It's called Homegrown, and that was Slow Down off of it. And they're Nigerian Americans, right? Nigerian Americans. Awesome. I like that. They're Ibo, but you know, we still love them. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to differentiate. I'm just differentiating. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but no, it's all love. Cross culture. No, for real. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, 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 guys. I am Erica Mona. And I'm Damio. And this is Cross Culture. I'm sorry, you guys. Just putting it out there. This school year is killing me already. I have no voice. This is like the second week, right? Yes. Damn. So you're yelling a lot? It's just a lot of, like, vo- stress on my voice because I got a lot of kids that I'm yelling through the mask. How many kids? 27 now. You, you know what? Yelling through the mask. That's yelling through what the mask. Because, you know, it's not the same. Yeah, and then just, just when they even do little shit, like moving their desks, it's so much noise. Mm. So it's like, you got to cut through the noise. I have a megaphone. I got to buy batteries for it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm through with y'all. Okay. Well, besides that, how's everything that's going with you? It's sweet. Oh, that's good. I'm finding different adjectives then. It's good. I like that. It's sweet. I like that. I like that. For me, I'll say... Damn, let me see. What am I going to use? <laughs> I'll say peaceful. I like that. You know, peaceful. You know, Good. sometimes you have weeks that's just like, so <sighs> much going yeah. on. You know, it's kind of been like, you're not bad. You know what I mean? Peaceful. It's not too good. much noise. My baby's teething though, so. Damn, my did I take the word peaceful back? <laughs> my oh my God, he's teething. So that's something right there. But all in all, we thank God. We thank God. Oh, Bella. Yes, but I'm yes. happy you got to do it first. I can ask you stuff. I know, right? I know, right? It's I'm, actually not too bad. I'm be like, girl, what do I do for this? I know. I have moments I'm just like, <gasps> but you know, he's overall a good baby. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's part of the ups and downs, especially growing. Because you know, I just try to picture, imagine as an adult, teeth is like growing. Like you know, it sounds yeah. like it's painful. You of know what I mean? Like so piercing through your teeth, right? Your even gums. When, when people get their wisdom teeth, they be in a lot of pain. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't imagine like the discomfort. They can't talk, you know. So you just see them being irritated and cranky, and it's just like, oh, what can I do? I'm sorry, boo boo. I know, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But yes, girl, um, Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. Um, so you know, usually we like to start, to, you know, with the sad things and get that out of the way. Um, unfortunately, actor Michael K. Williams. Um, he died at the age of 54. Mm. He is also known as Omar from The Wire, and he's been in other other great shows like Boardwork Empire, uh, recently Lovecraft um, Country. Mm. And, you know, he's one of those actors who had who brought this hard-edge charisma, you know, and he just, 
I think I also feel like the way he defined black masculinity in the arts because right. he played like gay roles too. Like yeah. you know, in Lovecraft's Country, he was this hard ass right. father and you know abusive, exactly. but he's like he gay. You know, but what he mean? has his own trauma. Exactly, he does that well. exactly. Um, so it's quite unfortunate. They said it's um, um, the cause is a drug overdose. He was found in his his, um, his apartment. Um, and people are doing they're doing um, investigation to f- see maybe they can find a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, but at fifty four, it's quite sad. And then he's always had you know issues and troubles with drugs. drugs. You know, this is something he's been fighting for a very very long time. Apparently, I read an article even when he did the Wire. Um, I think he was also going. He was you know one of the things why he resonated with that character because he felt like it's almost like him too. You know, yeah. um, he did mention there's a time he just walked into a church. Um, that he was just battling this drug addiction, seriously, you mm-hmm. know, and he was just praying to God to help him. Um, so, yeah, it's quite sad. You know, 54, a young man, I believe he has only one child. Um, it's quite unfortunate. It just, you know, just for someone to just die randomly. Right. <sighs> May he rest in peace. May his soul rest in peace. It's definitely, um, it was so shocking. We literally just finished recording our episode last week when we found out like we just were wrapping up and everything and it's really unfortunate when it's like a notable actor yeah because his talent for sure would be missed exactly you know you look forward to seeing him on the screen and um it just is another reminder about this fentanyl stuff that's really killing the streets they do have fentanyl strips Mm -hmm. so it's like if anybody is gonna indulge in drugs i always say you know have your hobbies responsibly Mm -hmm. you know what i mean know what you're doing so not that i condone drug use but if you're gonna do it do it the safest way you can and one last thing i wanted to add reason why i really liked him because you know he had that big scar on his face that he Mm -hmm. got from a bar fight and have like a scar on my forehead you know you being in the industry you think about things like that you know markings on your body scars like your look plays a big role with whatever roles you get with you being accepted called back whatever you know so for him to still have a successful career i feel like his scar was even really what helped made him too you know what i mean it definitely was signature exactly helped him stand out um but yeah girl rest in peace rest in peace yes michael k williams you will be missed Mm -hmm. all right um let's get into some brighter news so, you know, we love Trina up here. Yes. And our girl Trina reveals that she is now engaged. Yes, yes, um, so yes, she was yes. on live with Coach Stormy. Y'all know Coach Stormy, the former stripper turned financial coach, whatever the hell she do. <laughs> um, and, you know, they just were on FaceTime. And Trina showed off this beautiful diamond princess ring. Yes, ma'am. But don't nobody know who the man is, y'all. You know, she was dating this small boy for a while. I think his name is Ray. And he's just like this underground rapper, Miami rapper. But, you know, it was the news that they broke up, like, yeah. maybe last year or so. Maybe it's him, though. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But I'm happy for her because, you know, she's one of those that she was like, she doesn't want to have a child out of wedlock, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? She doesn't want to be like how a lot of industry women are. Yeah. You, know, you know, she was engaged to Lil Wayne for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and also her being in, in her 40s, an older woman I get well. excited for women like that. Like, yeah. we were just talking about how we were so happy for Nikki, too. You know, like, just these women that were like, that are quote unquote in their older part of their woman years yeah. even though if you think about it 30s and 40s is so young yeah um you know them experiencing those things later in life exactly it makes me hopeful in a way that like at the end of the day whenever it happens you're gonna be happy about it exactly 
Like, you, you could still get it, you know? Yeah. It may be a, a little later, but you could still get it. I, I'm happy for her. And the ring, listen, the, the diamond was big. It was bling, bling, bling. Exactly. So he got money. He got money now. So I just really can't wait to see who it is. And I really do hope it's a long-lasting, lifelong relationship. I hope marriage. it ain't no goofy, though. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Because she too, she's hot, hot. Trials and tribulations with men. Okay. Who was that basketball player she was dating for a while? Um, She said it on that song, too. Wasn't it James Harden? No. Mm, she did date him for a little bit, but, like, she, I mean, that she dated years ago. Like, oh, girl, she had, like, no. a public relationship with him. Mm-mm, you the Trina fan. I know, right? <laughs> Where, like, he cheated on her and... Is that why she made, here we go? <laughs> I love you think so. Like, it was a big cheating... Um, she was in on the breakfast club. She said she knew about the cheating for a while. Like she had held it in. Like she saw evidence on his phone and stuff. I don't know how women could do that. I am listen, not the I, type. I find out. Listen, we both gonna know. I, I know. Baby, you gonna feel that explosion. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I might wait till you get home. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's Set the most. The scene. But I okay. can't like wait for months and still be kidding. No. Yeah. And, and we still sleeping together? No. What? As soon as you enter the house, you know the energy has changed. I cannot do it. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, um, so next on the list, so Twitter is going crazy about this new reality show called The Activist. Um, so pretty much it is hosted by Usher, Priyanka Chopra Jones, Jonas, and Julian. How do you say how last name? Huff. Huff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are all the hosts. So basically, there will be six activist contestants who are going to compete to bring meaningful change to one of three urgent universal causes, health, education, and the environment. So people don't like this because they're like, who asked for this? Um, it's a weird show. Yeah. It is a weird concept for a show. Yeah. And, you know, some of the quotes from Twitter is like, fighting for issues is tough enough without having to dance and sing for a bunch of millionaires while they decide who's worthy of their crumbs. So, like, it, it makes sense. So, like, now we have to choose which one is more important. Than I just the feel other. like even if you were going to do a show of this manner, that's why they need to ask me to produce stuff. <laughs> it shouldn't have been rooted in entertainment. Like, what the fuck? It's just a weird crossover. Yeah. Let it be rooted in somebody who throws an event and the event. You know, I motivated try to you. Do, like, what's this Trump show that he used to do? The Silver Apprentice. Apprentice. Because you know, like, whoever wins, their money will go to their, their charity. But that's what I'm saying. Ch- but that whoever. show was rooted in them doing work for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. If y'all want to do this, maybe have people throw an event. Okay. And whoever, like, you know, has the best event, the most, you know, informative or yeah. whatever, like, all around. Yeah. And whatever they raise money, say y'all match it. I'm like, whose Something. idea was this one? And then even the combination of those three judges is exactly. like, it's from like what weird the fuck? or weird. Like, okay, black folk, white folk, Asian folk, Asian POC. Okay, uh, so people are just not feeling it. So I wonder if, and basically they said they're going to go head and head in challenges to promote their causes with their success measured via online engagement, social metrics. And the host input. That's know? lame as fuck. This ain't the voice. That's so lame. Like, that, that is just not, yeah. The activist, even calling it the activist sounds weird. I think that's, yeah. Even calling it the philanthropist. It. Which one is the activist? Mm-hmm. It just sounds really weird. Yeah, I agree. Damn, Usher trying to get a lot of checks. What's wrong with Usher? Listen. Damn, Usher. Don't yeah, put some music too. out. You <laughs> in Vegas, you making Usher bucks. You doing Savage Fenty shoots. Like, oh, you, doing Savage you ain't see his, his campaign for males, Savage Fenty. Rihanna that. getting the stars this time. Okay. You okay. know, usually she keeps the Insta- Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. This time yeah. she getting the, the celebrity celebrities. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. 
I could see him do that. That fits him. Yeah, it was like the male one, the boxers and shit. That's cool. So let's talk about, you know, since we already talking about R&B men, let's talk about Jaheem. Y'all know mm-hmm. Jaheem. You know, Jaheem is old school R&B. Well, Jaheem has gone to prison, y'all. He was arrested and accused of animal cruelty for reportedly starving 15 dogs, okay? Um, he was arrested on Monday in his home in New Jersey for animal cruelty. Basically, they said he had 15 dogs living in unimaginable conditions. Some were found living in crates filled with water and feces. You know, it just looks, it's just, why? But- that's my question. Why? Why you got, first of all, why you got 15 dogs? For what reason? He dog fighting to me. I mean, that's what it seems like. Because for you to have 15 dogs and they're living in that condition, it really is dog fighting. Because dogs are expensive. They are expensive. Dogs are expensive, so. And dog fighting is also an expensive game. You Hell can, yeah. You can win a big buck, you know. Um, so to have 15 dogs and then they're living in that condition. It's not like you're a known dog lover. Like, okay, you care yeah. for the dogs and for the animals. Why? Come not, on now. Not to be this deep, but to me, I feel like black men that participate in dog fighting, you know, to me, it's like, damn, you partic- participating in mandingo fights in a different <sighs> way. Because that's what dog fighting is. It's taking these these animals that were, like, gentle originally mm-hmm. and making them vicious to fight for money. Yeah. That's what they did to black men that they felt were strong or whatever. So to me, I'm like, damn, y'all... It's just like a different way of the but same thing. But it's like thing. who's still doing dog fighting nowadays? Like I that's thought Mike Vick taught us a lesson. Okay. But like that's such an old sport. Like an old thing to do. Like who's you, you know. Like chicken fighting? Yeah, chicken fighting. Like come on now. This ain't no rural village in, I don't know what to call it. It's That shit ghetto as hell, okay? It is ghetto. <laughs> it is ghetto. It's trash, 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 trash. Well, we'll see what will happen, child. Okay, um, so COVID is still going on. I feel like every episode we talk about COVID. We got to because we're still in a pandemic. Oh, we are still in a pandemic. It's not going anywhere. And we do know that, you know, it's a global issue. So now Nigeria has announced that its citizens will no longer be able to visit churches or mosques and will not have access to banking services from the second week of September without proof of vaccination. Good. Okay, so for me, I'm thinking how is this going to realistically be successful okay Mm. in the sense that is vaccine available for everybody okay because we know like african countries like nigeria religion is a major major thing right everybody from lower class to you know higher class everyone goes to church everyone goes to mosque now people who are middle to upper class they may have access to go to where to get vaccines, meaning mm-hmm. they have the information, they know the resources, they know where to go. True. Okay. But lower class people, you know what I mean? Do they know where to go? Do they even know that there's vaccine? Because to say, you know, of course, I am all for a vaccine, you know, get vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. But I'm just trying to see how it's really going to operate successfully, how they're going to do it successfully, where it's not going to be that everyone is just looking for a fake um, vaccination card. Okay. Right. Are they really educating the people on this? Um, and to say, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I'm not against it. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. But it's just like, do we have the infrastructure to really make this successful? Do we? Because I know right. my, aunt, my auntie recently got uh, vaccinated. My grandmother also recently got vaccinated. Oh, and I know in some cities in Nigeria, like Accra, they now have facilities that if you are, um, um, if you have COVID, you could go there and stay or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, 
But you know, it's not provided dope. everywhere. Like you know, imagine Lagos. Lagos is a is one of the craziest, busiest city, Hell largest, yeah. most popular um, populated city. So it's like, it's it's the resources there. I definitely think that they meant that more for mega churches. Okay, because you can't regulate those small, small. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be there to regulate that? Right. For right. those smaller churches. Yeah. Um, but I think. Though the the thing about it is Nigeria is a country where mega churches and mega mosques yeah. do thrive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I do think it's a positive step for the country. It is. But as we all know, you know, Nigeria is a country where it's more bark than bite. Mm. So we mm. will see. I think it was it's a strong effort. It's a strong effort. It and, is a strong and effort. You commend that yeah yeah i'm not against it now do you think they should implement implement this in the states they kind of have so biden just um just made it so that federal workers must be vaccinated mm-hmm. um or you know get tested once a week which i know schools too right i'm t- getting tested once a week once anyway a week. okay okay um which is you know which is why i'm like because you have to go through that y'all mom niggas, please get vaccinated she, she has to go through the test she said now she's used to it because you always have yeah, to put it down your, your nose i'm yeah i'm more used to it but it's but like still I it's like please like Just, now i do it myself yeah, yeah yeah so it's like damn i'm up here doing my own nose swab mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like please y'all just get vaccinated i'm, yeah, I'm through with is, it this is a serious serious it's just disease. too much if you work in spaces where you really got to work with people and work with that's the thing. It's just like, just just do it. Just I'm so over it. y'all. Yeah. Y'all be in the club. Y'all want to go to Kanye release parties. Y'all want to do all type of shit. Just get vaccinated. Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired. Um, But yeah, since we already on the law, let's talk about Texas. Okay. So Texas, um, you know, Texas is Texas, Texasing again. And they have, you know, officially passed their abortion law, which says that women past six weeks of pregnancy cannot you know get an abortion we spoke about that a little bit last week so now what's happening is the department of justice is formally filing a lawsuit against texas over the recent abortion ban that's quite ridiculous six weeks you know what i'm saying because for my situation i've always had um irregular periods because i have pcos Many women have that type of situations where your periods are not regular. You know, you could have a period a month. A month you may not have a period. You know what I mean? So I didn't find out I was pregnant until like eight weeks. Eight, yeah, like eight weeks, you know? So to say six weeks, it's just like, what? I definitely feel like six weeks is when you begin to say, oh, I might be pregnant. Yeah, like, It's oh, literally. Because it's like, yeah, like you give yourself that week of being late. Yeah. And then it's like. Okay, I'm going on two weeks and my period is okay. late, so let me check. And about the woman body, it's not just situations like fibroid or PCOS, you know, that affects your period. You may be going through stress, okay? Yeah. Stress may delay your period. It may slow down your period. Birth you know, control. Birth control, okay? If you have an eating disorder, you know, things like this. Yes. Different things play a role. You know, with how the woman body works overall. You know, if you go through something tragic in your life, like, so come on, I, I th- ugh, six weeks for no, no, no. It's just it's I just too much. never have like you know. I just think that you know, understanding government or whatever. I just still feel like how do states get away with that much power? Mm. You know, like that's a lot. Even for them to be like, oh, we're suing people. Civilians have the right to bring charges against people that you feel are aiding and embedding abortionists or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all are making this shit deep. It's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt for poor and poor disenfranchised people. Exactly. Because the white folk are just gonna travel. 
the rich white people are just literally just gonna go to like okay. they, Georgia. You listen, know, they're gonna they go got somewhere. They private little doctors that will come to them and do it. And slip hush, them a hush. pill. That's another thing. Like, I think the myth around what abortion is and what it looks like at different stages, maybe we do need more education on that. Mm-hmm. Because there are stages of abortion where it's still a pill. Mm-hmm. And then there are stages of abortion where it does get more graphic. Like it's a procedure. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, for the most part, at that part, you're you're ingesting something. Yeah. And it's like, no shade, no tea, but if you can ingest something and make it go away, then it ain't, full, it, it ain't that deep yet. And for me, it's just like, it's just too much focus on the woman's body. Facts. I'm still waiting for them to do this male birth control because a man could get 12 women pregnant in a year. One woman, a woman could get pregnant only once in a year. Okay. Yeah, they should make men get vasectomies if they sign more than three births to take Yeah, and vasectomies they're reversible. Exactly, they're reversible. So why is there so much energy? You know, there is so much. You know, I was just watching TV. There's another type of birth control, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't seem bad. I forgot what it's called. The it's squeeze birth- one. Where you just like put a gel on anytime my dad's birth control? Yeah, I don't know if that's what it is, but it's like you can use it whenever you, you know, you mm-hmm. feel like you need it. I'm like, okay, it has no hormones. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. what they saying. But yeah. I'm like, y'all doing all this research, all this money on all these different type of birth controls for women, which all have some side effects, whether we want to admit it or not, whether we all experience it or not, you know. Facts. But what about the men? And we all know a lot of men don't like wearing condoms now. No okay. matter how thin y'all try to make the fucking condom. When they really want to be on some, hey, I'm not wearing a condom so today. So it's like, yeah. can, you, can y'all make them appeal? Just make them appeal. Men do need something. Come on. Men do need something. something. They need some sort of regulation. Because it, it's it a lot. Because, you know, even my little birth control, I'm like, damn. It's like, it's not the deep birth controls, but it's like, damn. I feel the changes. It's ridiculous. And then, of course, who are the lawmakers? Men. Majority are men. So they don't want anyone regulating their body and their penises. So they're forcing it upon women. But I'm glad that they're being sued. Fuck these men. Okay. I'm glad that they're being sued. Um, Let's go to TV a little bit. So Raven Simone. I feel like we haven't talked about her in a minute. Oh, hey, Ray. I know, right? Um, So Raven Simone, you know that... um, she had a show, her sh- a show that's a Raven mm-hmm. years ago, and they have the new one, which is Raven's Home. Mm-hmm. I believe mean, that's what it's called. Yes. I watched it a little bit, um, but I just feel like it's like for, you know, like 11, 12 years. It was cute, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't watch like, it. Like, it was cute to watch the first couple episodes for nostalgia. Exactly. So she basically said that um, when she was approached to do the show, they did offer her to make Raven Baxter a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what? Like, she didn't want to do that. Not because that, not because she's not proud of being part of the LGBT community or that she doesn't want to talk about it. But she said, Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter. Yeah. In the sense that she was started off as a strict girl who was exactly. like boy crazy, you know, her little boy band boyfriend. You know, it's just like, why should we switch that around? To try and appease to one. Exactly. Like, let's, she wants to stick to the character that we started off. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't mad at that. That's the blackest thing Raven ever done did. <laughs> it is. <laughs> because that is some black behavior. That's like, for what? Yeah. It really is like, for what? And it's like, she's like, you know why? She doesn't want to start blending her real life with her character story. I love that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, y'all only said that because she's a lesbian. Not because y'all trying to, like, really do anything. But it's because she's a lesbian. I love that for Raven. Because you know what? I love that Raven is a true actress. Mm. Like, all jokes aside, Raven, especially for me, I always looked for 
for girls, young girls that weren't super skinny. Yeah. And not that Raven, that Raven was never fat. Let's get yeah. that straight. Mm-hmm. But Raven was not skinny. And she's always been open about her, how she always dealt with her weight, especially being a Disney kid. Exactly. Like being with all those white skinny girls. Exactly. Weight and was an issue. She for sure was like black girl power. She was Disney, she was the Disney black it girl. She was. She just started two like, years ago. I mean, yeah, it was just like, I think maybe she just wanted to break free. All Disney kids, because you know, Disney contracts yeah. are so strict. You really cannot have your own life. Mm-hmm. Like, they really are like, you got to be this character mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Yeah. Like, it's a brand. Yeah. So, you know, I like that Raven is like, hey, at the end of the day, I know what my fans look for in Raven, Baxter. Yeah. 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 And I am Raven Simone. Yeah. So please do not make me Raven Simone Baxter. Okay. Okay. Like, that's, you know, I, I like that she was like, this girl already has her fans. We don't need to start trying to appease. And I'm sure that, you know, even I'm saying I don't watch it. I'm sure people who watch That's a Raven are watching Raven's, Raven's home, home with their kids or younger siblings or so. You know what I mean? And I like that she said the undertones were already there. I'm living with my gay, my best friend, girl, roommate. Like, which is funny because that was the quintessential, mm. like, gay undertone in TV in, like, the True. early 2000s and, True. and True. 90s. So, like, facts. Okay. All right, so let's talk about this rapper. I don't understand y'all rappers. Mm. So this new rapper, his name is, he's a Mexican rapper. His name is Dan Sir, like Dan and then S-U-R. He got gold chains surgically implanted into his scalp. So gold chain hooks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Surgically implanted into his scalp. And his reason was, I just wanted something different. Because everyone, you know, dyes their hair, changes their hair color. But I just wanted to be different. Really? These rappers need psychological help. And then who's a dumbass doctor or surgeon that did that? Because, like, what? Is his hair never going to grow back? Or what y'all saying? And I'm, and gold chain hooks in your scalp. I feel like that would cause blisters. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like it's cat. It has to be cat. It's cat. Cause I ain't actually, no hood. Like, how does that? What is the surgical? See, actually, want to see what the damn scalp look like? That's what I'm saying. What's the procedure? Like suture. Like, what's the procedure? But listen, you know they be doing different procedures as long as you got. That's the how money, Uzi said he pierced. He he implanted a diamond in his head. That shit was in there for two days. Cause he knew it was dumb. Cause it was a piercing. Like it was not no. I went to the doctor and they uh-huh. opened my skin and implanted. No, like this is a wig. Talk about this is a it wig. It is. It's a wig. Even if you look at the picture, you could kind of see it's one of those, like those Egyptian headpieces. It's a wig. Uh, well, shit, the idea is crazy to even think about doing something like that. I'm gonna have to look him up. Rapper's lame as fuck for that. So his name is Dancer, rapper Dancer, right? They say he got a TikTok song called Sauce It Up. I've never seen it. Yeah. You know, TikTok be bringing all these people, you know, making them popular. Child, I'm not hip. But y'all, just because y'all get some little money, it doesn't mean that you should start doing rubbish. Even the gold chains look nonsense. They look mm. ugly. He said, this is my hair, golden hair. Like, I'm the first rapper to have gold hair implanted in human history. Everyone, everyone want to be like, I'm the first rapper. That's to what I'm saying. Soulja Boy was the first rapper to say he was the first rapper. People really want to be Soldier Boy, Big Draco. Yeah, it's Cap. Because I'm like, how do you even sleep, G? It's Cap. It's definitely a headpiece. And then because they're gold chains with, like, you know, little diamonds if it's real and stuff. This shit bulky. How can you sleep? Yeah, G, you can see his hair underneath. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I wish people would stop doing shit for the internet. 
And that's all what it's for. The internet, TikTok. You see, TikTok made him famous. People He lying. got like 1.9 million followers on TikTok. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. It's all, that's what it's all about. Oh, lame-ass. Uh, since we're talking about music, Chloe. Okay. So she dropped um her new song. What is it called again? Have Mercy on it. Have Mercy. I feel, you know, she's been... Teasing us with the song, fussing the song down our throat by using her TikTok. <laughs> Quite frankly, that's why, you know. Because at first, when she was, you know, doing her TikTok videos with the songs, I'm like, oh, is this a real song or just mm, like a little, a little snippet that yeah. she did, like cute whatever, to do her little booty dances. But I'm like, oh, this is a le- legit song with a whole video production. The video is nice. She production is good. Makeup is nice. That parkour entertainment got a budget. Okay, nice body. You know, Miss Tina was in it too. Yeah, like, oh, okay. I brought Auntie Tina out. Um, do I like this song? No, I do not like that song. Um, and I think I'm hard. I'm maybe I don't know. Maybe it's that I'm having a hard time seeing her super duper sexy. No, she over sexualizing herself. You know, because I think you know she came out with her sister and they're singing and looking all you know sweet. You know. Songs, so I'm just like, is it does is it that it feels forceful, or is me that it's hard for me to make that transition? I could I could see sultry, I could see the seductive outfits, but when you sitting there and when they say the lyric is how you wish you can get between these jeans and you laying on your back in the butterfly wax position, wow. it gives me you trying to get fucked. Yeah. So then it's like, what's the message here? I mean. I mean, it, you know, do you? I mean, yeah. You just do you, and I'm going to do me. But I'm just like, Chloe, I think that you're so much of a real musician. Um, and you're so already naturally beautiful and sensual. Naturally sexy. Like, no one you know is saying I mean? you can't be sexy. Yeah, nobody said dress like a nun, but. Like, we know all artists, you know, wh- whether you are a songstress, R&B, or you're a rapper, we know that you got to bring the sexy. You know, to whatever like, level you want to bring it. But especially when she did that performance, was was it for, um, for the Nina Simone? So, Nina yeah. Simone's, okay, and obviously that performance didn't make sense. Now it really shows that you're just really—is it that you're really fighting to be like I'm not as you know sweet looking and innocent? Maybe as this my is our Miley Cyrus phase. You remember when Miley? Well, like, girl, you just came out. I mean, she's been out for a while, but it's yeah. like you just got like mainstream big. I just feel like you really could have grown up without having to do all of this, and we would have still respected you. Like we know you're sexy. We know you're the sexy sister. You've kind of, yeah, you know she's always kind of has the more provocative outfits between the we two. We know you're the older sister. Probably seeing Chloe now. Mm-hmm. Chloe be giving a little chest. You know what? Maybe she's looking for um a rapper boyfriend. No, 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 no. She definitely gonna do an actor boyfriend. Okay. Chloe's an actor football, boyfriend Maybe football. Type. Sports? I maybe sports. Athletes. Maybe yeah. sports. Yeah, athletes. She don't do rappers, though. I'm, sh- I, I'm sure all rappers on her DMs, though. I'm sure R&B, maybe even an R&B dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not rapper. I hope not, but Mm-mm. I'm not feeling it. She's going to be too far gone if she start dating rappers. It's just why. Like, girl, I'm like, what are your mama and daddy saying? Because her mama and daddy are regular folks. Hear my thing. Whenever you are making your parents millions of money, millions of dollars, it gets to a point where it's like, how much conversation are we going to have? Let's look the other way. Like, mom, just don't watch the video. Like, when I get my Savage Fenty endorsement, my mama going to look the other way about me being... She can't say shit. You know, she going to... You going to say, mom, She might be like, dummy. But I'll be like, mom... You like that? You like that car, right? I'm about to say, yeah, mom. Check, check, check your phone. Like, what was <laughs> the the bottom? She was a dime. You say, mom, check your phone. I'm you like, you're on a lot right now. I'm be like, 
What's the balance? What's the balance? What's the balance? <laughs> What's the that listen? That's the new word. What's the balance? What's okay, the, come on. Like, what's the balance? Come uh-huh. off it. <laughs> For real. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, have mercy. That's what she said. Have mercy on us. <sighs> Show yeah. us mercy. I beg. Cute. I guess it's cute. It's cute. Um. Okay, Jay-Z. You know, on Twitter, everyone's talking about this on Twitter. 500K or meeting with Jay-Z? Dami, what would you do? I mean, obviously, I'm taking the 500K. Like, But I remember, this is the thing that killed me about Twitter. I definitely remember that question being a question like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember these same people that's trying to shame people like, oh, y'all, y'all cloud famous. These same people was definitely on Twitter talking about, for those of y'all chosen 500k don't know what the knowledge and experience is is, is 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 insurmountable can it come can it come get y'all are so full of shit like y'all really like really gonna choose meeting sitting down with jay-z i said jay-z's not gonna give y'all money that ppp loan show people how much money is worth for real when that 20k hit people account a lot of people ain't never had 20k at once yeah. when that 20k hit the account at once yeah. They realize what money can do. Mm-hmm. That's when you start thinking, do I give a fuck about Jay-Z? Like, and what what what, what blueprint he finna give y'all? How to be a rapper? Me and Jay-Z do not live the same life. It's nothing you he can tell me. Different era. Like, okay, sure, advice, but geez, I've had one would change my life right now. He gonna be like, And beyond yeah. more than Jay-Z would ever. Jay-Z literally is gonna tell you to keep grinding. I mean, you know, he tweeted. I don't know if he tweeted, but the title, Twitter account, Twitter said, it said, take that 500K. Because, no, that's stupid. But who is a celebrity that you might think about it though? Like that may train, like, you know what? Hmm. Like I literally might actually sit down just to meet you. Just to meet you. What celebrities are people? God bless the dead, Michael Jackson. I over the five hundred K? I might have like And what's you, your reason? It's fucking Michael Jackson. I feel like I would faint if I met Michael Jackson in person. Oh, I just really I do love, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously, I'm still always going to take 500 because it changed my life. Yeah. But that's the only celebrity that I could feel like maybe I'm, like, if I did it, that's the only celebrity that I might not for. For, yeah. But you know what? No, celebrities that I used to really, like, be into was Fela Kuti. And just yeah. to sit down and hear. Like, just to, hear, talk to talk to him. To him. Yeah. Fela Kuti is definitely one of those for me. Like, just being alive during that time with the government in Nigeria, you know, and him making his music, and he just being a leader, um, speaking against the movement, speaking against the government and stuff, that would be interesting to really speak to him. But, girl, 500K, girl, even if it's 100K, I'm taking the Baby, money. Baby, 50K. I'm taking the money. Baby, the way my account looking, 1K. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm playing. 2K though. <laughs> Not 2K though. Maybe 10K. <laughs> Maybe well, 10K. Mean, what me and Jay Z finna talk about? Exactly. Like what? Somebody said, for real, if I meet Jay Z, I'm asking him why did he cheat on Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. Mm. What's the stipulations? If you're like, for real, if it's just like just regular dinner, no. But if it's like, oh, meet Jay Z, ask him whatever he must answer, yeah. then you pl- yeah. then we play in a different game. Exactly. Maybe exactly. 5K, exactly. we can talk. Yeah. And it's a business meeting. Yeah, right. Is it like gonna be dropped giving me some, and he's gonna connect me to like we're gonna be title podcast? Okay, uh-huh. yeah, then yeah, because then I'm gonna make more than yeah. 500k, but not not just whatever. I mean, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, yeah, definitely. Those ladies definitely come to mind, but girl, 
I need that money. Yeah, I definitely need that moolah. Money, 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 money. That's, yeah. Mm. Money runs the world, I beg. Please. Girl, since we on money, I want to talk about this a little of the week right quick. Uh-huh. Okay. Some people call him Sean. Some call him Puff. Some maybe even call him Brother Love. But all his bitches call him Daddy. <laughs> because Diddy is clearly a sugar daddy. Oh, yes, no shame. This week, Sean Diddy Brother Love Combs decided to be caught on a yacht caressing and loving on Joy Chavez, better known as the baby mother of Bow Wow and Future. Like, disgusting. Like, really? You have no shame. Like, everyone knows that this is Bow Wow's baby mama. And Future. There's hella pictures of you and Bow Wow when he was a kid. Yes. Okay. In the 90s, early 2000s. And then now you're dating his child's mother. That's what they call a desperate old fool. Because you're telling me of all the women, of all the social media, Instagram babes, only fan babes, of all the women in the industry, the boss ladies, you know, behind the scenes in the industries, and of all the baby mamas you already got, ain't no one, you can't link up with any one of them? Why is Diddy afraid to date women his age? Because he knows he's trash, and no woman his age would take his nonsense. Why? No woman his age would tolerate him. No what? black woman his age what would tolerate him. What he just with Miami? Miami. I think that was a publicity stunt. You don't think that they was... That was a publicity stunt. But for what? What happened? What was the publicity for? I for feel what? Like, I feel like if anything, Miami was one. I was like, nah, Diddy, you know, you like, you know, we flirting and all, but you like my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Carisha be like, this is fun and all, but... Yeah, we were just playing games, but I don't I really mean, think that we're really, like, dating for real now. Man, I'm not going to lie to you, man. What? How do I become a sugar baby? <laughs> a sugar baby. For real. How do I become that? How do I become a girl that get men to pay for shit because they want to rub on my ass? You can rub on my ass for a hundred thousand. So you saying you finna go with um Diddy? For hundred? Are you serious? Is this a question? <laughs> I mean, I thought you, I thought you were saying Diddy was, you know. So you go with him? You let him rub on your booty? Diddy probably buying these bitches buildings. Cars. So wait, do you think he's that type? You know what? You know there are different types of rich men. Yeah, different types of industry men. Yes. You know what I mean? You know there are some rich men that like, you hang with me, you're gonna. I'm gonna give you that life experience. Yes. We're gonna travel, be on boats, be on whatever. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I might even throw your Chanel back here and there, but I'm not gonna really invest in your life now. That's a Diddy don't date young Instagram bitches. He date young industry bitches. Yeah, so do you think he's the type to be like, okay, we dating, it was not just for experience, but I'm gonna build, I'm gonna give you no, money I for think, your career. I definitely think for he's, your, he's a good gift giver. Gift giver, okay. I think he's a great gift giver. Okay. Be it, man, you know, let me send you 50,000 just for the, just for mm-hmm. the, you know, get dressed, I'm trying to go out tonight. That's Diddy style. Yeah. Like, you ain't going to spend no fucking 50000 getting ready for tonight. Yeah. But just to, because he got that much. Because he got it. Let's That's see. Diddy style to me. So I'm like. You know, I look, you want to sit down with Cassie and be like, girl, tell how was it dating Diddy? She going to tell you I'm sure bullshit. he cheated on her, too. I'm sure he was still with Kim. Damn, like, he was probably in and out, dipping with, with Kim. I'm sure he was still with Kim. Still fucks on, what's his other girl name? My, 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 my something. 
The other boy mama, Justin, uh, Justin mama. Oh, uh, really? You I'm sure so? they still fuck every so often. Man. Maybe, you know, maybe not as much now. But I'm <laughs> sure, like, maybe, you're, you know, when they was doing Christmas heavy together. Damn. I think Diddy know what he doing. I don't think it's as, like. Yeah. It's just it's just creepy. I'm like, well, you know. The, the, the girl, too. It's like, I mean, I get it because when you start dating a, a certain class, a certain group of people, you start, when you start dating on a certain level, especially being celebrity, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to go down from there. You know what I'm saying? The only thing she could do is just continue to date other rappers or men in the industry. I don't see her dating a regular Joe, a nine-to-five man. Heck, I don't really see her dating a, a, a CEO of some big company. I'd definitely be feeling cheap, though. What do you mean? Like, damn, yeah, at the end of the day, you know Diddy is not your fucking type. You know what I'm saying? You know well, Diddy course. is not the nigga you You know that's date. not going to last. Exactly. So it's like, I don't really feel it, just like this nigga on me and I don't like him. It'd be on some, girl, when you see the money... You're right. It, it, it made that little kitty cat go wet now. <laughs> I'm sorry now. You see that money? You see the bling bling? Shit, you like him a lot. Damn, you right. You fall in love with him right you then right. and then. When men okay. start buying you stuff, you do be like, oh. Like, he's here not that big. Okay, he ain't that old now. And so what? He dated whoever. And so what? His his son is my age. He do got Ciroc on deck. Okay. Damn. It's Diddy now. We on a boat now. But Joy, come on. You finna be Diddy fourth baby mama. I don't think Diddy wanna have any more kids. Diddy say he wants ten. Oh, he did? Yeah. For real? Yeah, Diddy wants ten kids. He only got like eight. <laughs> Wait, how let's count how many he has for real. So he has Christian. Mm-hmm. Christian is the one that looks just like him, right? Mm-hmm. He has Justin. Mm-hmm. He has the twin girls. Mm-hmm. He has some one of the girl that's close to the age of the twin girls. Mm-hmm. That's five. He has Quincy. Mm-hmm. That's six. Yeah, he got four more ready to go. Girl, I don't know. I mean, I ain't hating on her game now. She doing what she got to do. Is it what she got to do? No, that's what, what I'm she saying. It's like, I think when you get to a certain point, it's like, you don't need to do that type of shit. She don't. But I do think that where where Diddy is really dirty is like, you got to start picking women that is not so it's mixy. It's like, why, why bow out? It's like, uh, that's uh, mixy. Yeah, bow out's uncle. That's too mixy. Yeah, his uncle. Come on. Bow Wow literally said, I learned how to be a family man from Diddy. He said that? Yeah, he said he learned he how to get did. along with his baby mama. He did. And, you know, like, be a family man because of Diddy. So now I wonder, like, did he have a conversation with Bow Wow? Like, Bow Wow don't give a fuck. Bow Wow hoe, too. But, like, did Diddy, you know what I'm saying, have a conversation with him? Like, yo, like, young blood, you know, I know this is. Not young blood. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, you know, your baby moms and all, but we got a connection. He probably was like, man, she I'm all about the love. Future fucked down, I don't wanna. That's how men talk. Future fucked down, I don't wanna. And it's just, she's becoming too messy. I hope she doesn't become messy in public because she got, she has a daughter, okay? Have you heard about this rumor that Russell Wilson has a baby I mama? saw that. Um, I did see that online, and it was like a little Twitter back and forth between two ladies. Um, I don't believe it. I, I don't, don't believe want it to believe it, and I've not seen any evidence. I'm not gonna believe it. You know, like the main media outlets have not posted it. If it ain't on Shade Room and AT, you know what I'm saying Hollywood Unlock has not posted it. All this other one have not posted. Ballers Room has not posted it. Yeah, it was just some, you know. That's real underground tea. Like you gotta be exactly. Um, so I, I, I hope to God not that that is so not true. But yeah, girl. But you know what, Diddy. For being a slut, a hoe at that big ass old age of yours, you get a load of the week. Okay. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. 
Olodorabata. Goofass. All right. So ironically, y'all know we talk so much shit about this man, okay? But he is our cure for the culture, you know, for the week. It is a one and only. I'm not even saying this with pride, but it is our one and only future. All right. Future. <laughs> he is care for the culture because he hosts he hosts a, a benefit concert for Haiti for Haiti restoration and donates hundred percent of net proceeds to the cause. So we know Haiti um, just recently went through the earthquake and even before then it's really a struggling country, yeah. a struggling economy. Um, I didn't even know that his background is Haitian. I yeah, future of the well. cross culture brother. I know what rapper was it that was asking rappers to join in on him trying to was it Kodak? Was it Kodak was or Wyclef? No, it was like a few weeks ago that was like, see what's going on. Was it a little baby? I forgot who I rapper is. Oh, that was trying to see like what's going yeah, well, on. Yeah, yeah. It might have been Kodak. It was, I think it was probably, I don't remember who I rapper Because Kodak Haitian too, yeah. so it might have been Kodak. That was like, see what, I think it is Kodak. That's see what's going on in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's all come together and help. Um, I think Lil Baby donated some money too. He did. Um, but, you know, it's a wonderful thing to bring awareness and funds to Haiti's ongoing crisis. Um, it's nice to know that, you know, he is not, at least not selfish in this way. We know how selfish he is and toxic he is with his. Let me give him his props. Don't let me insult him too much. <laughs> but he is a care for the culture. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that concert uh, took place on September 3rd in Miami, Florida. And, yes, other um, artists such as Kodak Black and Babyface Ray performed as well. Who's Babyface Ray? I have no idea. But, you know, Miami, (laughs) we have a lot of underground. Miami has a lot of rappers. That's true. They really have a lot of crazy rappers. Um, So it is good to at least know that he's doing something good, something right, something not selfish. Right. I think that's our hot topic for the for the day. It sure is. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, guys. So we have a topic. I know it's been a minute. It'd be cute now when we have a topic. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is our topic. Cute little surprise. It'd be like, ooh, we talking about something. Mm-hmm. And our topic this week is raising your parents. Yes. We getting at that age, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So we are finally at that age in young adulthood where our parents are expecting to reap the fruit. We're supposed to be ripe. we the ripe fruit of their labor. Okay. Um, and we just kind of feel like as young adults, we don't have a space enough to talk about like that pressure. Yeah, the that pressure. So let's get into it. So when we say raising our parents, let's talk about what does that mean for you? Huh. I think it's just being responsible for them. You know, being responsible for them financially, you know, it's not, you know, I always say college was a safety net, mm. you know, because you're in college. Yes, you're an adult. Yeah. You're in school. You know, you don't really have a great job as a parent because you're probably in work study. Right. You know, um, you're trying to figure it out. Heck, you, your parents are, you know, if your parents are able to, they're the one giving you money. Um, But it's like, after college, you work a little bit. And it's just like, okay, you're an adult's adults now. Facts. What you got to show for it? Hmm. And, you know, which in a lot of cases, especially in black families, what you have to show for your success is also how well you take care of your parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? And parents expect that, like, okay, you went to school for this. What What is the benefits? You mm-hmm. know, what am I gaining from that? 
So I think raising your parents, a lot of the times, you know, it's the financial. Like, what are you giving your parents? How are you taking care of them? And in some cases, your parents may have to come live with you. Facts. You know I mean, depending on what stage of life you are, if you're in your 30s, if you're married, you know, if your parents is getting to that stage of retiring, if you have an older parent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, it's just that the, it's the fact that they're now, the way you were responsibility to them, now the roles has reversed. Yes. They are a responsibility. They are definitely a responsibility. Like, I feel the same way. Like, when I think of raising my mother, it's like I'm raising her. It's like... She's my financial responsibility. It's like, I don't have no kids. I have my mom. Mm. So you feel like you're like a full on at that stage where? To a degree. Because like my mom has like recently begun to transition into retirement. Okay. Um, And she's kind of already, you know, it's already been things that I've been here and there. You know, not just only me. I have three brothers. So it's like us. Mm -hmm. But um, for sure, it just feels like a lot of her personal responsibility and accountability is leaving her. And falling onto us. So what age does this start on both ends? What age did this start with you, for you, and what age did it start for her? I think for me, well, I'm a peculiar case. Okay. Because I think because my brothers are 10 years older than me, Mm -hmm. you know, like around a decade older than me, I get lumped up into their bullshit. Mm. So it's like where in their world, they were all maybe 25-ish, 26, you know, 23 through 25. I'm like 15. Mm -hmm. So granted, my responsibility wasn't exactly the same, Mm -hmm. but I had my part in it. Mm. So I feel like I've been like co-parenting my mom for a minute. Oh, that's an interesting word to use, co-parenting. Yeah. Okay, okay. I feel that. Um, It hasn't fully started for me but it's beginning to start like i'm in the process of it um but girl i'm a parent now so it's like girl you're gonna relax (laughs) i'm a parent now so it's like me being a parent to a child comes weird a little bit i know right (laughs) like i'm a parent (laughs) but me being a parent to to a child now it comes before me being a parent to my my parents Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and you know i don't even want to just for us to just talk about it personally but just you know other people who know in just in a broader sense right i think it also depends on the financial level or the level which your comfort level your parents are as well yeah i'm saying because i know you know so my dad is in a better place financially than my mom. You right. know what I'm saying? So the expectations are different. Like, you right. know what I mean? So the things that may help give my mom or whatever, it's not going to be the same with my dad because it's like, right. like, you know what I mean? It's different in that sense. Right. Um, if you have rich parents, you know, the way you parent them or the way you're going to raise them, it's going to be different. It's not always a financial way. For sure. And I feel like some people, unfortunately, you know, being in a black community, sometimes it starts early, you know? Um, I was watching... We need to talk about the show Sweet Life that's on HBO uh-huh. Max. Um, this young guy, he was open and he said that he became the man of the house at the age of seven. Damn. And when you hear that, it's so sad. No, but I have students that are like clearly the yeah, adult in the house. Because it's either, you know, the dad left the house or the parent is on drugs, you know, or the or mom. Or they're just not there. Or they're just not there. I mean, yeah. working all the time, whatever, you know, whatever case it may be. It's just like the child legit becomes the parent yeah. to the other siblings. Yeah. And even to the parent where they're the one who's cooking, who's yeah. cleaning, who's on saying, did you remember to pay this bill? Yeah. The landlord is coming today. Yeah. Did you pay the rent? You know what I'm saying? So it starts at different ages, different stages for everyone. I don't, I feel like everyone has a different, you know. For sure. There's some people... 
you know, I look at some of my students, because like I said, I teach second grade, so I have seven-year-olds, maybe a couple of eight-year-olds. Mm. And I do have some students that, like, you know, I have this one girl, and all her siblings go to the school, and me and the other teacher joke, like, she is the mom. Mm. She's, like, the only girl amongst them, and she's the mom. Like, I um, I was doing this, like, all about me thing, and I was asking, like, what's your birthday? Her brother did not know his birthday. He said, ask her. Oh, wow. And she knew, she knows their birthday. She Like, she knows things about them. Mm-hmm. You know, when her brother... How old is she? She's seven. When wow. her brother crying in class, she'd be like, Tay crying because of our grandpa. Yeah, this is how we... Su-. Like, she tells me mm-hmm. how to deal with her brother. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you're seven. Yeah. And she got another little baby brother who's like four. Yeah. And she's just like, she walk him to the class. Yeah. She makes sure he got his food. She makes sure he's ready for class. And it's like... That's quite heavy. You know what I'm saying? I don't even see that, you know, it's admirable to be like, oh my God, you're so mature. You can do this. But it's heavy and sad at the same time. Yes. For that type of pressure to be on a young kid. Because seven-year-old, I'm expecting you to forget your book bag at home. I'm expecting you to just do kid Seven, shit. Child, You know what I'm saying? Like, kids. you're that bit between age. You know, you're a little bit past five, but you're not ten yet. Where's that? Okay, you're ten. Mm-hmm. You, know what you, you know what I mean? You're a little bit grown. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just that that is quite heavy that she's a parent. As yeah. Age, you know what I'm saying? She has a degree of parenthood. And and that's the thing that we don't talk. Like, it doesn't necessarily happen all at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's phases to it. it and phases. a lot of time we're giving those phases way too early. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember, I remember being 15 mm-hmm. and taking money that I had saved. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I donated to important family bills. Mm. Yeah. And I remember feeling that that changed my dynamic in the household. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I literally yeah. felt it. I felt yeah. like at this point, I'm going to talk a little bit more. Yeah. Because now my money is involved. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's why a lot of kids don't be kids anymore. It's heavy. It's a lot, you know, because, you know, I still have a lot of family in Nigeria and I'm now starting to help out financially. And sometimes it feels like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you want to do those things. You know what I'm saying? But. It's just a load, you know what I mean? Like, especially when you know that you're not where you want to be financially for your individual self, you know, and then to have to put that onto others. But let's also talk about how parenting is not just a financial thing. Like, you right. talk about the girl, right? How mm-hmm. she's emotionally a parent. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there's also a stage where you become that emotional yes. parent to your parents. Yes. You know what I mean? Whether it's socially, you know, in different settings, it doesn't always have to be a financial thing. Yes. Yes. Especially as child of immigrants. Yeah. Um, I find myself a lot, you know, there, there's so many threads on it. And you see it a lot for Mexican kids. I don't know why black immigrants don't talk mm-hmm. about it. But it's just so much of like... I had to be as much as a crutch for you in this country mm-hmm. as you were a crutch for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I filled out a lot of our paperwork because I understood the English better. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I'm teaching you the norms of the country because yeah. I'm more integrated in yeah. it. And things like that make a difference. Oh, it makes big... Or even just... Social cues. Social cues. You know what I'm saying? You know, as Nigerians, Africans, we, we be staring, boy. Child. We be looking. <laughs> and not even with the intention of we looking because we trying to rob you or we thinking something <laughs> negative. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, we talk about how, you know, Americans are more defensive, you know, or, like, quick to be like, what you looking at? You yes. know, this and that. But sometimes I tell my dad, like... You know, like, you're looking yeah, to... Yeah, like, like, calm like, down. Exactly, calm down or relax. Wait, let the situation play out. Yes. Or they mean it this way, you know, before you jump the gun. You know what I mean? Like, how we are... And different in the sense that, you know, how we... I'm trying to see what the word is. 
how we are you know language plays a role in the way yeah. we react emotionally or yeah. how we describe our emotionally our emotions you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and sometimes it's hard to interpret that into english or yeah. into the american society acceptable exactly. way you know where as nigerians we're dramatic Facts. like we're like literally dramatic as hell. So you know what i mean so sometimes i have to be like you can't be dramatic. The way you be like dramatic, exactly. The way you be dramatic in Nigeria, in Yoruba, or whatever. You can't. Mm, it, it don't translate. It don't same. translate the same. You know. So that's another way to parent. You know. Yeah, I just feel like the thing too. I feel like culturally there are huge differences. Yeah. I feel like you know in Nigeria, it's just easier to retire your parents. In my opinion, I agree. you know what I mean. There's this idea of like. I'm working now. And the bills are different. Yeah. The responsibilities are Expectations. different. Yeah, in America, you don't get comfortable for real until at least mid-30s. For real? Like, for real, for real. No matter how, even if you, like, one of these people, I feel like you don't get able to be comfortable. Even if you're, like, a celebrity or a reality star. Because you're still grinding. Yeah. So it's, like, to be, like comfortable relaxed this that and the other to meet the expectations of your parents yeah mid-30s no less yeah. you know so i just think that there's not enough grace with that yeah because you know like something i hear from my mother all the time is like oh my mates in nigeria my mates in nigeria yeah, it's, like, that. it's like girl we not nigeria though. it's different it's completely like, different it's the completely lifestyle different. the sense of business the economy is com- it's, it's completely different but i also think you know it, that tends to be a general black you know, African diaspora thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's not as much pressure with white people. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Because it's that, there's, it's old money, this generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Um, they have more of, the parents have more of the opportunities to really establish those foundations. Exactly. Where it is that the child will have something to rely on. Facts. You know? Facts. And to me, it's just kind of like, it, it creates cycles, right? Because mm. at the at the end of the day, some of the money that I invest in my parents, I could invest in myself. Hell yeah, because it makes me think, damn, if I didn't have to do this and that, whatever. Not that I regret it, not that I didn't do it with a happy, a happy heart, you know, because it's, you know, it's nice to do things for your parents. You of know, course, it's joyful. pray for you and all that. You're like, okay. Yeah. But it's it creates a slight dent. Of course. It's a responsibility. It's like, damn, this is another burden. It's another burden. It's it's slow, another you know, it's, it slows you down. It's a, it's, it's a weight. It's a weight. It's definitely a weight because it's like I have to factor it into where I am now. Yeah. And I, there's so many times I catch myself saying like, bro, I am not there yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm not at the point where I could like take this responsibility on. Mm-mm. And, you know, and I think that's kind of like it's weird, too, with siblings because then you start thinking about like who bears what responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're the oldest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like So, so it's, it's like, because I'm oldest, I have to do the most? Yeah. And that's also heavy on the oldest, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's heavy. It's just heavy all around. And I also just want to talk about those who do have single parents. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you having a single parent. I feel yeah. like being parenting, that parenting on your end comes quicker, too. Oh, yeah. Just like you were talking about this young girl. You know, I have black guy friends that says that they feel like they're their mom's boyfriends or mom's you know provider provider in the sense that they were they were the one who had to fix things they're the one who had to do this run this errands for their and siblings figure it out. and they had to do this because they were the oldest male in the house or they were the only male in the house and it's like damn i'm a child too yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm a child too like why why is this burden on me at the age of seven 17 27 yep. whatever age it is yep yeah. and it's just kind of like so now you're a parent what do you feel like 
that phase will look like for you when you transition into like yo i'm getting i'm getting up there i'm trying to retire how do you think you will pass that baton or what are your expectations for me it's it's whenever he is ready and willing to do so you know what i'm saying for me my part is i don't ever want it to be a burden where he feels like in his 20s 30s whatever even 40s that he has to take care of me i want to be solid on my own for the rest of my life. And yeah. then whatever he does is like, mom, I'm gifting you this. Like, yeah. mom, I'm buying you a car because you like this car. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not because you need a new car. You yeah. I mean? it's, a, it's a difference. Oh, my it's God. A, you know, mom, I'm buying you this house, so I'm paying your mortgage, not because you can't afford to, you know, but because I want to do this for you. Like, mom, I'm paying for this trip, not because, you know, but because I want to do this for you. Like, you know, yeah. I want to be solid for the rest of my life by myself you know what I'm saying where that I want to be that parent that even if my child is 37 and he's like mom I want to start this business you know it comes to you me and his dad him. I, we would you know and this is the conversations that we have now you know what I'm saying we've opened a back account for him now already because they were like you know what every little paycheck that we get you know even if it's 5, 10, 50, 100 whatever amount we put it in there so that by the age, that time he's 1 by the time he's 5, 10 by the time he's in college he has something there you yeah. know I mean where he has something to fall back on and that's just money for him that doesn't mean like school fees and all we still gonna pay that yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah I wanna be a parent forever yeah exactly you know I don't I don't really want that transfer of responsibility no no cause uh, it's heavy it's heavy it, it's, it's heavy and, and to me it's like that is part of you know to me parenting is guiding your child to have the most out of life yeah yeah and yeah. not saying that our parents didn't. I don't want this conversation to sound oh, no. like, oh, I'm mad at my mama. Cause, woo, I think woo. my parents are immigrants. You know, they yeah. came from nothing to They made a something. sacrifice. You Come know? on. Yeah. Like, I, I always want to make sure that when we have these conversations about our parents, me- never make the mistake that I don't understand that my mom made the sacrifice. My oh, dad God. already our made the sacrifice. parents were the, the best that they, they that made they it. Yeah. They did it. You know what I mean? So I owe it to them in a way. Of course. But in our community, um, we don't understand what repayment means sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes we only see it in a monetary way. That's true. Sometimes they might, like, I used to feel like my mother don't see how I'm sacrificing my weekend to spend more time with you or be here or help you. Like, I used to, like, I used to go home to clean my mother's house for her. Girl, that's something. And to me, that was like just me trying to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Like at your elderly age, maybe you shouldn't have to like. Damn, let me come on my elderly like that. But like <laughs> at her age, I don't feel like you should have to worry about deep cleaning. I mean, she liked to clean and whatever, but let me do that for that's you. Your your way. You know, because I'm your your rich. Exactly, yeah. I ain't rich. Yeah. Or like sometimes I'll do grocery shopping for her. Yeah. Or yeah. Little shit like that. Like that was me trying to say this any other. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes. As if it's not in our culture, we don't under, we don't see it. It's if a it's not thing. Yeah. a grandiose thing, exactly. exactly. Like if it's not like, oh, I pay your rent. Yeah, I'm doing this. I bought you yeah. a Bentley. Like you know, one thing my mom said because my little sister now, my mom just has me and my little sister, mm-hmm. and now she's off to college. You know, my mom lives in Houston, so she was saying. You know, one thing I'm I'm glad that my mom notices is that we do take care of her how we can take care yeah. of her. You know, she noticed that, you know, she misses my little sister because my little sister was the one who would make breakfast. You know Aww. what I mean? She would cook. She would do this, this and that. You know, typical Nigerian yeah. shit. She does everything in the house, you know, which I also did at her age, too. And she was like, oh, she said she remembers how she did it to her mom, too. 
And mm-hmm. it made her think back, you know, I am ripping the benefit. You know what I'm saying? This is also, you know, the the, 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 the goodness and the benefit of my labor in a sense. That I also took care of my mom. She said about how she used to iron the bed sheets and the clothes yes. and wash and did all this. And she started to see how our daughters also do that to her. It's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It's a good blessing. And, you know, even though we're talking about financially taking care of parents, but let's be real. It is going to be an age where you are going to have to full on take care of your parents because when they come, when they, they get to their 80s, Oh yeah, in their nineties, you know, yeah. God wouldn't they live to that age where yeah. you know that mentally they become a child. God forbid my mother have to work on her eighties. I reject yeah. oh, that. Reject it. No, I reject that. Yeah. Like, but I just mean mentally. No, you for know, facts. They yeah. will become a child physically. They will become a child. It will be you cuddling and holding her. Yeah, brushing her hair, cleaning taking her, care taking her. care of her. You know what I'm saying? And I do pray that our parents. My mom always said that she prays that. Even when she's older, she doesn't want to be miserable and old and sick in the bed type right. of thing. Like, you know, when it's her time to go, it's to go. She wants to be old and in good health, you know. Amen. And even if you have to take care of her, still like in good health. Exactly. Not where there's dementia. Yeah. And you know, there's really sad cases. And I know a lot of people like who deal with their parents in that capacity too. Yeah. You know, because I do think about that, like what it means to watch my mother age. Mm. You know, um, especially because I didn't have the opportunity to watch my father age mm. in that way. So it's just kind of like, I do feel that that I want to give her what I can while I can. Yeah, definitely. You know, so it, it is really like, it is a fine line between like, you know, being a burden and being a blessing. Yeah. Because it's a yeah. blessing to be able to take care of your parents. It is. It, oh, yeah, it is. It's an honor. It's, yeah. a, it's a great honor. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know, like, even when I got older this year, my birthday came, I'm like, damn, my mom is getting older, too. It's like, ah! Girl. Like, I'm talking about turning 27, but I'm like, ah! my mom hits, you know, a certain age. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm like, I can't imagine life without her. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Girl. Oh, my God. I just I, just I think about that a lot, too, like. Ooh, let me not get emotional. I know. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, I think about what I couldn't do for my dad. You know, mm. like, the the moments I couldn't share, per se, mm-hmm. and, like, the ways that I wish I could have given back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just those things. Because I, I, I find that, like, parenthood is a gift in itself, too. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, it is a it is an honor to me. It's something I can't wait to do. I mean, I can wait, but I also mm-hmm. can't wait because it's like there's no there's no sense of purpose as like mm-hmm. having a child that you took care of, like a yeah. productive member of society. Yeah, and to feel that you raised somebody so well, yeah, that they can give it back to yeah. you, yeah, is is one of the highest honors. Yeah. yeah, so it is something I wish for. Yeah. It is something I wish for. Yeah. So. And you definitely get that by, by God's grace. Yeah. You definitely have that. It definitely is a great honor, blessing to be able to have a child. It really is. It really is. Which is why it's important for you to raise them well so they can become good members of society and so they yes. can also take care of you. And there's nothing wrong in guiding your parents and where they're wrong, right? Because I feel oh, yeah. that, I feel like, you know, I think I'm, the, I'm like the millennial of my family. <laughs> you know, everybody else is like in a different era. Um, so I take pride in also like, bridging the gap like trying to also help my my mother understand like this is life now and this is how you get the best of it now you know but yeah i mean like like we said raising your parents is something honey it is you know it's not easy you know it really isn't because sometimes you're just like damn this is not what you know i'm trying to do right now but it's part of life you know what i mean it's part of the different stages of life 
Exactly. It, it really is. I mean, okay, well, I feel like we talked. We did. I think that was a nice... A nice sleep. little something-something. Yeah, because something. yeah, we've been talking about this stuff for a while. Okay, you know, every day, though, every time, I'm going to be 120. I'm going to 120. I think we, we gave the audience nice hot topics and we a nice did. topic. We gave y'all some kiki. They know our flow. Come on now. And they y'all need to follow too. us on our Instagram at Cross X okay. Culture Podcast so y'all can tap in on our Cross Culture Conversation. Tap in, tap in, tap in. We also on TikTok, too. We sure are on TikTok now. So, yep, so y'all can follow us on TikTok. It's also Cross X Cultured Podcast. And just, you know, tap in, comment. Please, don't just be liking. Comment and share as well. Exactly. Because we, we all know how Instagram metrics now works, okay? okay. Support the, the upcoming podcast. All right. Okay, so just to end it with the quote of the day, since we're talking about parenting, it says, the sign of great parenting is not the child's behavior. The sign of truly great parenting is the parent's behavior. You know, that got me thinking, like, okay, hmm. okay. that's by Andy Salton. I'm like, okay, because, you know, typically we're like, oh, based on how the child acts, that's how we know, oh, you're raised well. But, you know, even you being a, a teacher and mm. when you talk about when you see the parents, you're like, mm. ah, okay, now I see it. Today it's- I breeze so many kids, book bag. Oh man, y'all gotta stop doing drugs in front of y'all parents, in front of y'all kids, kids. or around y'all kids. Yeah, it's yeah. not cute. Yeah, it's not cute. So yeah, you see, it starts with the parents. It yeah. starts with the parents. Yeah. Um, Fermi, do you want to give any final final quotes? My baby's here with me. How you feel about mommy? Fermi. Nah, he don't want to oh, yeah, say nothing. Say <laughs> <laughs> not, not trying to put the mic in. Trying to put the mic in as well. <laughs> But all right, y'all, thank you for tuning in per usual. Okay, continue supporting us, and we're going to continue giving you the tea and great topics. And this is Cross Culture.